Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. We are at episode 155 and today I am sharing seven proven ways to get paid as a speaker. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, founder, author, speaker, and bold branding and business coach. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to step up as the CEO to scale and grow. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back. It is amazing to have you here. You know, I love having you here every week. And so thanks. Thanks for deciding to hang out with me every week to listen to all things business, branding, marketing, speaking, epic stories and all the rest of it. Today, we're going to be talking about seven proven ways to get paid as a speaker. And I'm going to be sharing all of my secrets with you so that you can start to use speaking in your business. I actually think this is one of the most important skills that you can master in your business. I've been talking about it on IGTVs with other people. I'm sharing the other podcast episodes I've shared about speaking as well. And because I am wanting more women in business, more people in general to become more confident with how they show up, share their message, I have got my speaker workbook for you. So if you want to grab that freebie, then all you have to do is go to suzechadwick.com forward slash speaker workbook and start articulating what you want to be known for, what you're going to speak about, plus get some of my tips on how you can start your speaker journey as well. I also just wanted to let you know that if you would like to be a sponsor on the Brand Builders Lab podcast, then all you have to do is send me a DM on Instagram at Suze Chadwick or head to suzechadwick.com and take a look at podcast sponsorship. If you want to get your brand in front of thousands, literally thousands of women every month, then maybe this is a great place for you to start. I would love to hear from you. You can check out all the details on my website under podcast. You'll see podcast sponsor. And if you've got any questions, just let me know. But without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Okay, let's talk about how you can start to get paid as a speaker. I'm going to be sharing all the different ways, all of the different ways that you can really start to think about this. And I actually think it's a really untapped opportunity that so many small business owners are just leaving money on the table. They're not seeing the opportunity that they have to create opportunities for themselves to get in front of other people's audiences and to really start to grow their brand on purpose. And so that is why I think speaking is like the number one thing that you should be really looking at when it comes to building your brand. So today I'm going to be sharing, as I said, seven proven ways to get paid speaking gigs or to get paid when you speak. So some of my top tips that I'm going to be sharing with you, I've kind of broken down into a number of different areas. The first one is really about the three easiest ways to start now and get paid to speak. Yeah. So the easiest ways, the low hanging fruit, the stuff that you can start doing right now 
Number one is online training or self-hosted training and workshops. So I have known of a number of people that have run workshops online who have made hundreds and thousands of dollars. And it's such a great way for people to get to know you, for them to find out what you do, who you are, how you talk about what you do at a really low entry point. So if you solve a specific problem, then starting to run self-hosted training and workshops online or in person. I've shared before that when I started my business, that's how I became the keynote speaker was I ran my own events. And obviously I was the person that was doing the speaking. So it was a really great entry point for people to come and get to know me as well. So I think that that's a great way to start your speaker journey. I think that it is also a low barrier. So all you really need is a sales page to say what it's about, or you can even use something like Eventbrite, Sticky Tickets, any kind of ticketing platform. You could actually just create the sales page on there and then connect up how people pay. And then obviously you'll get their email to your email management system so that you can then communicate with them. So not only are you growing your list, not only are you building your audience and trust, but you're creating revenue in the process as well. And just a little tip here is what you may think is easy as in what you know, may be complex to other people. So you might be thinking, well, Suze, what would I possibly run a training on? Yeah, but think about what is that beginning stage? What's the start of that problem that your audience may be dealing with that you can start to attract those type of of people so that you can then solve their problem down the track as well. So really think about who you are attracting and who you want to attract. So that's the first one, online training, self-hosted training or workshops using event ticketing platforms to get the ball rolling. That's like one of the easiest things that you can do. And then obviously you would be sharing it everywhere so that people know that it's coming up. Give yourself a bit of a runway, like maybe four weeks where you're talking about it. You can send it to your email list. You can either run paid ads or you can just put it on social organically as well. The second one is webinars to sell your courses, programs, or memberships. So using webinars to promote online courses, programs, or memberships was honestly the best thing I ever discovered for business. Like the best thing I ever did. Although you're not getting paid directly for running the webinar, you're promoting your higher paying offers and encouraging signups as well. So when you present a webinar, people come to know you, your vibe, your products, etc., and they can really quickly find out more about your programs and ask questions live as well. And I just think that when it comes to selling higher ticket items, that webinar is priceless. Yeah, so they are spending an hour, hour and a half with you. They can ask you questions live right there. They can see the quality of what it is that you share. And so if they want to take that further, then they can do that. Now, I just want to let you know, I have both purchased myself as well as had clients purchase from me off webinars where they haven't been following me for long, but they were able to really get a sense of what I do and what they can get when they work with me 
through webinars and it's been three, five, 10K. Yeah, so just know that when you do sales webinars, it can convert at a high price. So don't underestimate the power of running things like sales webinars. And once again, it's something that you can do fairly easily. If you've got the content, if you've got something for somebody to buy, so it might be something you've already got, then taking a look at different ways that you can sell that product that you may have already created, I think is really important. I think sometimes we get stuck in what we've done. So let me do an opt-in, let me run some ads, let me get some people that come to it, let me do an email sequence. Like you've got to start to get creative. I think Clubhouse for me is definitely, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but has definitely helped me to see how people are being really agile with how they are creating their front end funnels. Yeah, so speaking, attracting people who are interested in what you talk about, people then sign up. And now they're in your ecosystem and that ecosystem is so important as well. So webinars, I think, is something you can do fairly easily without it being too complex. Yeah. Number three is virtual guest presenting. And so this is something that I've been doing a lot. So do your research and find communities with memberships, courses or group programs um, as they're often looking for guest presenters as well. So two things I want to say here is number one, I used to do these for free because I was looking to grow my business and my brand. I now get paid for these because I have my business is profitable. I already have my brand and now it's really a key revenue stream for me speaking. So I make sure that I get paid when I speak. And I've said this before, if I'm earning money, I'm paying my speakers. So if I'm generating revenue, then I am paying the people that are helping me to generate that revenue. And that is something that over the last few years has been a non-negotiable for me as well. And so taking a look at how you're building your network with women who, or people who have online courses, communities, etc., can then help you to start to get in front of those. So I think you've got to make the decision. If you're just starting out and you're like, you know something, I'm just happy to get the practice and start to, you know, build my brand around doing these sorts of things, then go for it. But the only thing that I would say is make sure you get a testimonial, make sure you get feedback if you can, make sure you get screenshots. So make sure you get some assets and collateral if you're doing anything for free. Saying that, you can also, and we'll talk about this in a second as well, you can also potentially be getting clients when you present at those uh, masterclasses and workshops. The only thing I do want to say is that it's not guaranteed. So you've just got to make sure that if you walk away without a client from doing that, are you still happy with what you got from it? So as I said, the assets, etc., the testimonial, or you got paid. So have a think about how you're doing that, but start to put it out there that that's what you do. So I probably present to different masterclasses. I do different masterclasses for memberships, masterminds, and courses, probably at least once a month. And so that's quite good because I've got all of my presentations already created so I can tweak them and change them based on what that particular group might need. But it's something that quickly and easily helps me to build my brand with other people's audiences. So those are the three easiest ways to start 
and get paid in some way for speaking. So that's kind of section one. Number one is online training or self-hosted training and workshops. Number two is creating webinars. And number three is being a virtual guest in somebody else's program. Yeah. So think about how you can potentially start to do that as well. The other thing I just want to say when it comes to just a bit of a quick tip on unpaid live speaking gigs is that I don't really believe anybody starts as a paid speaker. Rarely does that happen. Yeah. So I'm just going to put that out there. And I didn't get paid for speaking as in a paid speaking fee for quite a while. But I'll tell you what I did get is that when I spoke at live events and I wasn't paid, then number one, I'd get the assets, which I just talked about. But number two, I would fairly regularly pick up clients for consulting, which would be anything from five to $10,000. So I would understand who the audience was. I'd understand the opportunity. I would understand that most of the time I wasn't able to pitch, but you know something, I'm really good at story selling as in, you know, here's an example or a case study of a client that we worked with who went from not paying herself to now doing, you know, regular this kind of money every single month, plus she got these opportunities. So I think if you are, once again, not gonna get paid a fee, you have to understand how to story sell if you can't overtly make an offer when you're speaking as well. But I do think that when you're just starting out, doing unpaid speaking gigs, I think is fine if you're starting to build your reputation as well as your assets and your speaker reel. And that's how I got all my videos. That's how I got, you know, all my testimonials. That's how I got other paid speaking gigs. And you know, something at the end of the day, building that brand just meant that I sold more of my programs and I got more paid speaking gigs down the track. So those sorts of things you've just got to be aware of as well. Okay, the next section we're going to talk about is four ways to confidently build your brand as a well-paid speaker. So let's just kind of look at this. So maybe you're just starting out and so you're doing the three things that we just talked about or you're at a point now where you've kind of, you've got your speakers page, you're starting to get invited on podcasts, you're starting to get more traction with your speaking and so now this is about kind of next leveling that, yeah? So when it comes to confidently building your brand as a well-paid speaker, the first one is in-person conferences and events. So one of the big issues for event organizers is selling tickets. So to start, they look for speakers who are out there as invisible or well-known. And it's really where, this is where having a great brand yourself, I think comes into play. Because if you have an audience who is engaged and a good size, who absolutely love you, then you're gonna be super attractive to event organizers. They'll know that you'll share the event with your network and that they'll probably sell more tickets as well. So really understanding how you package yourself as a speaker, is also something I really want you to understand is super important. And I'll give you an example. So I've spoken about it before. The very first epic conference that I ran back in 2015, I hired, I paid Lisa Messenger. Now, at the end of the day, that was a $10,000 fee that I paid to have her at the event. She did two events for me on that day, by the way, Uh, but she was selling her book as well. But you know something, I knew that having her headline the event would sell tickets. 
I knew that I would be able to get my money back from hiring her because she shared it on her socials. I got a little line in the collective about the event. Like that was worth its weight in gold as well. Yeah. So that branding and that visibility of me aligning my brand with the collective at the time and with Lisa meant that I was attracting an audience that I didn't already have. Plus I knew because I didn't have a brand, her brand alone would sell the tickets that I needed. Now, actually not alone. There were a lot of other things that we did, but I knew that her reputation would be something that I definitely wanted to capitalize on. So you've just got to understand that as a speaker, especially when you're doing in-person conferences and events, is that you have to package yourself in a way that organizers are like, we definitely want to ask her because not only is she a great speaker, we know our audience will love her, but her brand will sell these tickets as well, which is really important. The second thing that you can do as a well-known speaker is to MC. So master of ceremonies, either online or in person. I have been an MC for quite a few years now. So I've done a number of big events where I've MC'd, which I actually really love. It is a tougher job than speaking. I'm going to be honest because you've got all the lead up to the event. You've got to organize the running sheet, which I teach all of this in the Bold Speakers Collective, how to be a great MC. Uh, You've got to do the running sheet. Then you've got to work with all of the speakers. You've got to prepare all of that. And then you've got to be on for the whole day. So you've got to get there early and obviously you leave when everybody else leaves as well. And so it's very different to just being a speaker where you just show up and you do your thing. An MC you know, definitely I think should pay more than a speaking gig because of the amount of work that goes with it. But if that's something that you enjoy doing, then it's a great way to get paid as a speaker as well. And so really thinking about what are all the different ways, what's this ecosystem I'm going to start to build, I think is important too. The next one when it comes to building your brand as a well-paid speaker is to create a podcast. So you know I love my baby, the Brand Builders Lab, which you're listening to now. And so last year, well, in 2020, I started to do sponsorship. So it was really a focus on how do I not only support women in business through the podcast and the content that I share, but also how can I commercialize this? And number one, try and get paid to create this content because that's a smart thing to do. Um, The second thing is also an extension of my purpose, which is to support women in business. And so now inviting you and other women in business, other small businesses to advertise on the podcast so that they can get their message out there through my engaged audience which I just think is such a great alignment. Not only do you get to hear about other amazing small businesses and I do vet everybody. I make sure that our values are aligned, that their product or service is relevant to my audience. And just on that, I have to tell you, so I was offered an opportunity to uh, be taken under the wing of a really well-known podcast brand a big syndicate in Australia that have a lot of well-known podcasts in their catalogue. But you know something, after really looking into it and having conversations with people and really revisiting my purpose, whilst there may have been money in it, 
I just didn't feel like it aligned. And so I really felt so lucky to know that I'm always looking at my purpose and my vision. And that's such an incredible compass for me to make important decisions. So whilst it would have been great to maybe have that brand alongside the podcast, I just thought, I don't actually think this aligns with my purpose. I don't think that this aligns with me supporting women to become bold and powerful voices. I don't think that this really, you know, supports small businesses to get their brands out there. And so I made the decision not to go with that opportunity. Um, And that opportunity might be absolutely right for other people. But, you know, something I'm just like, I want to have more small businesses as sponsors on my podcast um, so that I can get paid to create the content that I create because I know that it's a value. I get emails and messages all the time from people saying, thank you so much. Uh, But then also making sure that I'm growing it in a really commercial way too, which I think is a smart business practice. And so... If you decide that you want to do a podcast, I think you do have to build up your audience. It's almost like speaking for free for a while until you build your audience, unless you've already got an incredibly engaged audience and now you're building a podcast post that. Then, you know, I do think that really taking a look at how you start to get sponsors on board is a great way to do that. The other thing I do want to say is that there are other smart ways that you can earn money through your podcast, which could be through affiliate as well. So that is just a little tip that I've got for for you on that. And as a little example, I have been creating ads for the podcast of products that I use in my business that I love, just like this one that you will start to hear more often. Oh, hey there. This is just a quick message to remind you that if you're looking to increase your digital product success, then Kajabi is a platform I highly recommend to all of my clients. It's helped me to increase my revenue, centralize my content and give my students and clients an awesome user experience. Not only do I have all my digital courses and masterminds in Kajabi, but we manage our freebies, opt-ins, funnels, and pipelines through Kajabi as well. So if you're looking to get started or up-level your digital products, then make sure you check out the 30-day free trial at suzechadwick.com forward slash Kajabi today. Now, the fourth way that I wanted to share with you, which is kind of a new way, is that People are getting paid on Clubhouse. Now, once again, right now, uh, it's not available to everybody, but it will be available to everybody very, very soon, which is the new audio app, the new audio social media app. And so people, I found out, which is amazing, that people are getting paid anything from 350 to 1,500 USD to moderate rooms, which basically is kind of like an MC. Yeah, so basically they run the room, they moderate, they, they you know, bring people up to the stage, they get people to ask questions, they manage the panel, who's on stage, all the rest of it. And so that's a really interesting new way that people are getting paid. I don't know how many people are getting paid, I'm going to be totally honest with you, but I think it's an interesting opportunity if that's something that you want to do. The other thing that I would also say is that a lot of people, and I mentioned this earlier, are using Clubhouse to funnel people into their freebies, their opt-ins, which obviously then gets them on the email list 
so that they can then find out more about them, bring them into their ecosystem and all the rest of it. So I do think that Clubhouse, it's only in its infancy. We will see where it goes, but I think it's a great addition if you enjoy speaking hello, which is what we're talking about today. If you enjoy speaking to start to get your speaker brand out there to become known. And I think one of the biggest things for me when it comes to Clubhouse is that so many people, I'm like talking 95% of the people that I am now connected with, I did not know before Clubhouse. So it's not like I have all of these people from Instagram who are now over on Clubhouse. No, no, no. All new audience, whole new audience. It's amazing. I've shared before that uh, when I joined Clubhouse, I got about 2,000 organic new followers on Instagram, which is pretty amazing as well. So that is another way that people are getting paid is through Clubhouse. So those are key ways that you can start to get paid. I've got some low-hanging fruit and I've got some next level if you've already started your journey as a speaker. So let's just recap them really quickly. The three easiest ways to get started today, run your own workshops, create webinars for products that already exist and see if you can network so that you can get into other people's masterclasses or run masterclasses for other people. Yeah, so those are the easy ones. The next four, which are next level, are obviously your in-person conferences and events, story sell, otherwise get paid for them, be an MC, create a podcast and gain sponsorship for it, get paid on Clubhouse either to moderate or through your funnels as well. And so those are just some key things you can start to think about. If you've got any questions, then make sure you DM me on Instagram. But the best thing you can do right now, if you haven't already, is go download my freebie, which is building a bold speaker brand at suzechadwick.com forward slash speaker workbook. It will get you started. It will get you thinking about what you want to be known for, what you're going to talk about, how you start to create your assets and it will absolutely help you get the ball rolling as well. So make sure you go and check that out. And also just so that you know, when this episode airs, which is the week of the 26th of April, 2021, that the Bold Speakers Collective, which is my online course to help you get paid as a speaker, will be launching in just a few weeks in May. So make sure that you go and check that out. And if you're listening to this after that date, then you can still go to suzechadwick.com forward slash BSC for Bold Speakers Collective and check out all the details there. But that's it for another week. It has been amazing to have you here as always. And remember to follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick. But thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with us every week. The music to this podcast was created by Ixon on SoundCloud. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.